The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Baruch Hashem, I've been a Rebbe for 42 years, a long time, and um, had many different experiences with children. I was assistant principal in a yeshiva called Crown Heights Yeshiva Mill Basin, and um, a situation came up. I was the eighth grade Rebbe. A situation came up with a boy that did something really pretty bad, and um, I have some teachers actually that were that shared those years with me, and the rule that we had made up is that to throw a child out of yeshiva, the principal of English and Hebrew, Rabbi Goldstein, Mrs. Welsberg, my the assistant principal, and um, the teacher has to sign, in other words, it's like a bezin, everyone has to agree that this child has to leave yeshiva, and if there's someone to defend the child, they should, you know, they should speak up. Now, it was a school for kids who weren't from, who were coming from not religious families. So we knew that if we threw a child out, he would end up in public school and probably meet a non-Jewish woman and have children that aren't Jewish. And so it wasn't just like, he'll leave our yeshiva, he'll go to another yeshiva. We were the last stop. If he doesn't go to our yeshiva, he's going, he's going to end up in public school. So it was a, it was a very, very big responsibility um, to let a child go. So it happened to have been that I was going to to stroll in the middle of this. I did not sign the paper. I didn't know really what to do. Um, he was actually a kid in my class. And um, I went to my Rebbe, Rabbi Gamliel Rabinovich, at the time. And I told him that we have a situation. This kid was a mahti. He didn't just do something, but he caused someone else to do something. And the yeshiva wants him out. It wasn't the first time. I said, I don't know what to do. They want me to sign a paper that he should be thrown out of yeshiva. And what's, you know... So this is what he told me, and, and it has helped me my whole life since then, and we're going back a long time, we're going back 25, more than 25 years. He said the following. He said, and I'm sorry that I'm doing this to all you teachers, but I'm one of you, um, and I did this in Torah Masora, and I'm going to do it to all of us, because it's something you need to know. So my Rebbe said to me the following. He said that everyone has three questions. You come up to Shemayim, did you, were you honest, did you... Uh, set aside time for Torah, did you want Mashiach and women, did you keep your husband honest, did you tell him to do things he shouldn't do, did you help him go to learn, did you push him to go to learn, and did you talk to your children about Mashiach, we all have that, everybody gets those questions, interesting, the first question they ask you, were you honest, so they ask, what do you mean, isn't Talmud Torah connected to first question should be, did you learn Torah, so Rabbi Gamliel said, if you don't answer yes to the first question, they don't ask you the other two. If you're not honest in business, then all your Torah and Mashiach doesn't mean anything. So the first question is, were you honest? He said to me the following. He said, a Rebbe, a Mora, teacher, gets a fourth question. Hashem asks, did you treat my children that were in your class, because Hashem is a partner, like they were your own children? If the answer is yes, you're good to go, and we make mistakes with our own children. He said, but if the answer is no, well, it's not my kid, it's someone else's kid. He said, they put you in the Tehoim, which is the lowest part of Gehenna, and you'll never get out. That's what he told me. I said, what? He said, that's right. In the Tehoim of Gehenna, 11 months, Kaddish not going to help you. So I said to him, so then why would anyone want to be a Rebbe or a Mora? They don't pay you. They don't pay you a lot, then they don't pay you. If the kids like you, the parents don't like you. If the parents like you, the Hanhala doesn't like you. It's the most unappreciative job in the world. And on top of that, we get a fourth question? 
Why? It's not, who, who would want such a job? He said, on the other side, the greatest reward, I actually saw this Zayar in Pasha Truma that he was quoting. On the other side, a person who treats God's children as a teacher or a mother or whatever it is, like it's, like it's your own children, the place that you sit in Ganeiden is the highest place where the greatest tzaddikim don't sit. That's what Desire says. And Hashem mentions your name, B'zivug, every day. So there's two sides to it. If you, do the, if you do it right, it's the best job in the world. If you do it wrong, it's the worst job in the world. And I got up in Torah and I said this, and with the principals, principals, teachers, and um, when I walked out, a Rebbe ran after me. And he said to me, Rebbe Wallstein, I'm done. I, I do not want to be asked that question. I, I don't know that I could treat the kids in my class like they're my own children. I'm done. I said, you're the only guy in the room that should have stayed if it bothers you that much. It's the opposite. So I'm telling you all right now, if you can't do that, get out. Become a secretary. I don't care what you become. Get out. If you cannot treat every child in your class like it's your own, don't be in chenach. There's, I don't want to say hell to pay, but that's exactly what there is to pay. He was very clear to me, my Rebbe. So I went back to Yeshiva Crown Heights, and I said, I thought very deeply, and I said, if this was my son, I would do anything in the world to keep him here. Therapy, deals, whatever I have to do. And if at the end of the day this was my son and he was ruining my class and he was ruining the yeshiva, I definitely would not send him away without finding him the best other place. Sometimes, even your own kid, you can't. You can't let him destroy your household. But tomorrow when you go to teach, you've got to look at every little girl and you've got to look at every little boy that's your kid. And believe me, when it's your kid, you think more than once or twice before you punish him and how you talk to him. Well, at least you're supposed to. In Shemayim, who is considered a child's father, not the one who gave birth to them, but the one that treats that child like it's his child. It could be a grandfather, it could be a great-grandfather, it could be a Rebbe, doesn't matter who it is. This is a chidah. So when my Rebbe said that you have, to have, you have to treat them like your own child, yes, in Shemayim, your student is your child if that's how you treat them. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.